This is Harold Reed, and welcome to the Ice Talks, where we implement change every day. Hey, how you doing? Harold S. Reed Jr. here, also known as HRJR, your motivational coach. If you don't know what motive action means, motive plus action equals results, and results equals success. Today, I want to talk to you about what the world owes you. See, we had a lot of people who walk around as if the world owes them something. Because they exist, they should get what they want. Merit be damned. Deserving of it be damned. Because I want it, I should have it. This is the American way. This is damn America. This is my way. This is how I feel. There are people who think that way. There are people who get mad because they've been told no. Not in the sense that they're not going to accept no for an answer or not not accept no for an answer, but who the hell are you to tell me no? I asked. You're supposed to say yes because I asked. Let me explain to you, all of you who are listening within the sound of my voice, let me explain to you exactly what the world owes you. The world owes you two things. The world owes you a place to live and a place to die. Everything in between is up to you. I can't remember which book it was I read it in, but it was early in my journey of personal development. Uh, When we die, there's there's a tombstone placed at the head of our grave or a plate in the ground at the head of our grave. It has our name, maybe a nice quote, but in between that name and that nice quote is the year we were born and the year that we died. Sunset, excuse me, sunrise, sunset. In between those dates, in between those years is a dash. That dash represents your life. That dash represents everything you've done while you were here between your sunrise and your sunset. The world doesn't owe you anything other than a place to live and a place to die. I'll say it again. Everything you do in between is entirely up to you. See, we have people who are walking around who who think that because... The world is rigged and the game is stacked and the cards are stacked against them that they should have an easier way to go. And on those grounds, I can kind of believe that. I can kind of understand where that frame of mind comes from. But then at the same time, we have to come back to earth and live in the reality where in which we exist or at least live in the world where in which we exist And then the challenge becomes rewriting the reality that we live in. You see, the reality you were born into doesn't necessarily have to be the reality you die out of or leave this realm from. You see, there are people who were born rich, died poor. There are people who were born poor, died rich. There are people who were born one or the other and found just a happy place in between where they weren't balling out of control, but they weren't, you know, bumming for a dollar on the side of the highway either. So 
What makes this determination in our lives? Well, I've alluded to it before a couple of times. It's what we do. It's what you do that makes the determination as to whether or not you're going to succeed in life or fail in life. And again, I'm not going to get all ass to elbow deep in terms of what success is. Once again, I will say that there are as many definitions of success as there are people who will walk in the face of the planet. So everybody may have their own individual, unique definition of success. But whatever that definition is, whatever that definition may in fact be, it is up to you, the individual, to meet that bar. It is up to you, the individual, to, 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 to determine what it's going to take to get to that level, your self-defined level of success, and put in the work. I've said this in a previous podcast. It was uh, uh, Bunker Hunt, some old Texas oil billionaire who I believe is passed on by now, but, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, Succeeding in life is a two-step process. The first step is to find out what it is you want to do and what the price is to be able to do it. The second step, pay the price. That's it. That's what the world owes you. The world owes you a place where in which you have the opportunity to succeed. The world owes you a place, an environment where you will have to thrive in order to live the life that you want to live. You see, the world is full of people who are living. Correction. The world is full of people who are alive. The world is full of people who are surviving. But there are far fewer people who are on this planet, in this world, in this life, who are actually living. You see, just because we're breathing doesn't mean we're living. It means we're alive. Hmm, am I getting too deep for you? Am I? Well, get you a snorkel, some scuba gear, because we're about to go a little deeper, just a little bit. You see, and again, I'm going to paraphrase from an early a book that I read early in my journey, right? Where in which the author was writing. Actually, no, this, this was something I believe I heard Les Brown say early on in my journey. All right. Many of us die at 25, but we don't get buried until we're 80. So what's happening during those years? What's going on during that time? People are just existing. They're not living. They're not thriving. They're barely surviving. They're just getting by, but they're not living They're not doing what makes them happy. They're doing what's necessary in order to keep a roof over their heads. They're doing what's necessary in order to keep food on the table. They're doing what's necessary in order to keep clothes on their backs and their children's backs. Oh, I got dramatic right there. (laughs) The fact of the matter is this. While all of those things are necessary and all of those things are important, it is very important that we do what we must in order to keep food on the table, roofs over our heads, clothes on our backs and our children's backs. No one will ever say that we shouldn't do these things. What I will add to that is this. What we should be doing is or are things 
that bring juice to our life, that bring joy to our life, that have us feeling fulfilled in what we do. Something that can be the last thing on your mind before you go to sleep and the first thing on your mind when you wake up. Something that makes you want to get out of bed. You see, because this is what we live in. This is the world that we live in, all right? If you live in a world where in which the last thing you think about before you go to sleep are the bills that you have to pay. And the first thing you think about when you wake up are the bills that you have to pay. You are leading a sad life. You are leading a sad life. It happens for many of us. We, just, we have responsibilities. We have to live up to those responsibilities and we have to pay those bills. But we should not let those bills become the ruling guiding principles of our lives. Paying bills is not supposed to be the ruling guiding principle of your life. Because then what you are is a slave. You are a slave to the system. You are a slave to uh, uh, funding other people's dreams, fulfilling other people's fantasies while you just exist as a cog in the wheel like the hamster in the circle, running fast, going nowhere. Now, we all have to put in our work. We all have to put in our work. Excuse me. We have to step up, step out, show up, show out, put in our work. Be compensated for that work. And then apply some of that compensation to the maintenance and handling of our responsibilities. But there are rules to this. There's a book that I recommend you get. It's called uh, The Richest Man in Babylon by George Klassen. Okay. I strongly urge you to get that book. In this book, he talks about the rules of gold. I won't get into all of them, but I will give you the first rule of gold. Pay yourself first. The first rule of gold is pay yourself first. We all get paid, and here's what happens. The government learned this rule a long time ago. So what does the government do? When you get paid, who gets paid first? The government. Through FICA, taxes, whatever you want to call it. But the government gets paid first, right off the rip. Okay? Now what you have to do is, after that, because we have no control from that, because that's the hookup that your boss or your employer has with the government. It is what it is. Right. So if you're going to work for somebody, that's what you have to deal with. That leads me to another frame of thought that I may or may not get into into this pocket. But anyway. Right. The other thing you have to keep in mind with this rule of gold is that when you pay what when, when you do get what's left of your paycheck, you need to take a percentage of that and put that to the side. Whether you invest it, whether you save it, you stick it under your mattress, pay yourself first. Take a portion of that money. Have a little bit of fun, take a bigger portion of that money, put it away for a rainy day, an investment fund or what have you, then handle the rest to pay off your expenses. And if you have a little bit left over, take a little bit more to enjoy yourself and then take a little bit more to invest. Because again, the world only owes you two things, a place to live and a place to die. Everything you, everything you do in between, everything that happens in between, that is entirely up to you. So if you want to spend your time working your fingers to the bone for your hourly paycheck or your maybe relatively decent salary while at the same time putting in that work to ensure somebody else can live the life of their dreams. See, the harder you work, 
the less somebody else has to. And if you own a business where you've got one person working for you, you may be having to do the job 50% of the job or 80% of the job or 20% of the job. It depends on the responsibilities you put on that other person. And then the more people you have working under you, the less your responsibilities are because you're passing on the workload to those people under you. Now, you can be the passer or you can be the receiver. You could be the top or you could be the bottom. Okay? You could be on the top or you could be on the bottom. It is entirely up to you what you want to do and how you want to live. But please do understand that just because you want certain things in life, that alone is not sufficient grounds for you to get those things that you want in life. You have to put in the work. Now, with the last minute or so that I have left, I am going to touch on something that I alluded to because I don't want you feeling as though, why'd he say it if he wasn't going to talk about it? I'm going to make this quick. I said before that when you get paid, the government gets paid right off the top. This is true. Look at your pay stub. All right. There is a way around that. See, people who have their own businesses, what happens is the money that they get paid, they take that money. And they put it back into the business. They pay themselves maybe, all right? But they put that money back into the business. And when time comes for taxes to be paid, they pay taxes on what's left over. And they get to, you know, show the government, well, the money that I received, I received this this much money. And from that much money, I paid for this, I paid for this, I paid for this, I paid for this, I paid for healthcare, I paid for uh, uh, benefits, I paid for... Uh, utensils, I paid for supplies, I paid for equipment, so on and so forth. And then they pay taxes on whatever may be left. And in many cases, if they spent more money than what's required for them to have to actually pay in taxes, they get money back. Hmm. So, again, the world only owes you two things, a place to live and a place to die. If you want to find out how you can go about making the world a better place for you to live in, the libraries are always free. The hustle is what you have to pay for. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ice Talks, where we implement change every day.